um, then I'm going to have like another little mini collection. That's Do you like, have a name for this collection? Yes. What is it called? It's called Falling in Linen. Oh! I have a question. What's your question? If someone came up to you at any moment and they asked you, they're like, Emily, I will give you a million dollars if you get on the spaceship right now. I'll give you a day. Tomorrow. And you, you went to a planet. Not Mars, because we hear a lot about Mars. And we, like, know there's water there, so you'll probably live. But... <laughs> another planet they were just like you're gonna be an astronaut for a month and you're gonna get on this this spaceship but you have to come tomorrow and i'll pay you a million dollars would you do it Ooh. mind you people will like pay there's this thing about like people are doing this mission to mars or whatever and people will like pay a ton of money to go I think those people are just, like, obsessed with, like, astronomy. But, like, someone normal, like, no, just kidding. It's not that it's abnormal, but it's just, like, kind of scary. Someone I don't know. That's so scary. And that's when so he goes scary. on a million dollars. That's so scary. But, but also, dead, like, I don't know how it. to, like, poop in the air. Like, how do you poop and pee? I think you have to, I'm like, sure train for this, like. You need I mean, months like, of training before you go to space tomorrow. Well, you know those, like, handicap handle things next to the toilet? They probably have that. And then they'll use strap your legs in so, like, your butt's not floating up all the poop. Do they have oh, a squatty potty in space? You probably won't need one. Wait, but how does the poop, if there's no gravity, how does it not just float? Float. It does. So you probably have to, like, connect the toilet to your butt. Like, strap yourself in. <laughs> And then maybe there's like a um, a blower, not a blower, <laughs> not a blower, a puller, no. a suction, a, a suction. suction that's sucking your poop as you poop, so it sucks <laughs> it into the. <laughs> I don't know why I randomly thought of that. I have no idea. Would you go? <sighs> no. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. I, didn't I mean, think I do you want a million dollars, but if I'm dead, I can't use it. So. Yuck, no. But what if it was a trusted, I mean, what if it was a guarantee that you'd come back? I mean, just a guarantee. Like, oh, say oh, they do this weekly. Yeah. Weekly. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would probably dread the month, but I'm like, if I'm going back to a million dollars, bitch, hell yeah. Hello, Haiku Plantation. Hello, Haiku Plantation. Hello, my new nose. <laughs> bug. I can't. I can't see, see it. Do you want to give them a bug update? Bug update, everyone. I was out of my apartment for a week and allowing the landlord to treat the bug issue. I came back. Bug issue isn't entirely treated. I've still seen a few. So she gave me the option to cancel my lease, give her a two-week notice, and leave. Find a new apartment for the duration of the lease. So I'm giving it some time, giving it like a week. And I want to see how miserable I am living in, under these conditions. Because mind you, the fruit flies are so bad that like I can't even, like I can't cook. I can't eat because they'll just fly in the food immediately. So I'm like not cooking. When it's bad, right? I don't use the patio and that's why I got this unit. Is mm-hmm. I literally haven't opened those doors in weeks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to use a patio, yeah. you know? So, yeah. 
That's so she's paying right for the treatments? No, I paid for the treatment. Oh. I paid for the treatment. She offered to refund me, but I was like, it's fine, whatever. As long as, like, you just understand that, like, I'm not going to live like this. So I'm just, like, grateful that she offered, like, just give me a two-week notice if you ever feel like you're uncomfortable living there. Because I understand, like, it's not, you don't come to sign a lease with the notion that you're not going to be able to eat. You're not going to be able to use the garbage disposal. You're not going to be able to go outside. You know, live yeah. like that. So we'll see we'll see but the thing is like i just don't want to sign another year lease like i told myself the next time i move is gonna be my house that i purchased okay so that's a bummer it's a bummer that's a big bummer yep it's a sure bummer it's okay so you're gonna give yourself a week and then think about it yeah but have you been looking at other places or yeah no? i look every day just to see if anything comes up because i'm kind of like okay if i am gonna move and sign another year lease <sighs> if there's a six month then yeah um but i want it to be in the same building because i'm so sick of moving last time i was moving was exhausting and my parents were doing it for me so the fact that they're not here and i have to do everything myself i was like <laughs> so yeah hopefully i can find it in this building <laughs> yeah that'd be nice you know, it'd be yeah. funny what? if the people that bought yeah, that apartment put it on for sale and then you move back up. Yeah, I was thinking that too. <laughs> like if they buy it as an investment and then they and put then it put on the rental market yeah. and I'm like, come back up there. I would be so... <gasps> oh, I just got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that apartment every day. Let's put it out there. Every Let's day. put it out there. We're Screw putting it out Patty there. And screw you, bugs. Putting it I'm out. Putting it out there. Even if it's on this side, I wouldn't mind. Before, I was like so against this side. Yeah. Because one, it's not that as pretty of a view. It's so pretty. Like yeah. it's ocean, but you see all the industrial stuff. But, well, and also when I was living with that view years ago, I got a lot of this like black stuff inside my unit because of like the smoke from the cruise ships. My parents were like, no, it's so dangerous. But I feel like since if I was on a higher floor, it would be fine. Also, the sunsets on that side, yeah. and I miss the sunset because my the apartment with the ocean view and diamond head view, I never saw the sunset. Like I saw pink skies sometimes, yeah. but just seeing the sunset every night, I miss yeah. that so much. Yeah, so I still I will probably move because I thought it was honestly gonna be a lot better. Like the fact that yesterday I saw like six bugs, I was like, what? How? Where? Because I wasn't living here for a whole week. Mm -hmm. So there was nothing going on in this apartment. No food, nothing attracting them. And then they even had a plumber come in mm -hmm. and completely like clean the insides with this cleaner to get rid of all the organic material. And we had an exterminator come in every single day for a week. So exterminator and a plumber and like the problem's not gone yet. I'm like, oh my God. So I just wanted to see like, oh, maybe these are the last few like stragglers. They're not going to be able to breed in the sinks because mm -hmm. if we killed their breeding grounds, then good. So maybe once these like six die. that I've seen yeah. die, then I'm good, but we'll see. I'm going to give it a chance because I feel bad for the owner. Yeah. She just bought this unit and I was like, honestly, I feel like they just didn't disclose to you because they're like, oh, we get the occasional bugs if we leave the lanai door open. I'm like, yeah. I've left this lanai door closed, shut not open or even cracked for weeks and i am seeing thousands of bugs in here honey yeah. they lie to you yeah so i feel so bad for her because you know she just bought this unit yeah. and she's to deal with this are they vacuuming they're vacuuming outside sorry about that everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they always do it maybe i shouldn't come on thursdays <laughs> they, i think they do it every day what yeah no that's what i was gonna say this building's amazing your maintenance fee they really really use it they clean every floor like every single day wow 
Yeah. Or, I mean, I don't know if Shanlyn or Security listens to this. She knows about her podcast, but if she listens to this, can you confirm that, Shanlyn? Is that true? <laughs> I feel like it's true. I always see these ladies. They work so hard. Oh, it's so yeah. sweet. You're yeah, sweet. Okay. Anyways. Anyways, so today's going to be exciting. We wanted to talk about Sabrina's newest venture in life, starting up brands, Luna. WGMT, what got got me through. through. That's going to be fall. Actually, you know what? I was so excited. I was planning on starting that before Luna. Uh But then my friend Kiana made a really good, like, she had a really good advice. She's like, Sabrina, that's such a, like, you know, like, when you get into the season of fall, winter, all you're thinking about is buying those kind of clothes. Like, you Mm want to be cozy. Even if you live in Hawaii, you're buying sweats. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, right now, everyone wants, like, flowy dresses. And, you know, everyone's thinking summer, summer, hot Mm -hmm. girl summer. So I was actually getting really overwhelmed with work. And I, my mental health was just plummeting. And because I had so many things on my list that I wanted to do. And I'm kind of an overachiever in the way that, like, literally two months ago, I had five businesses on my plate. Like, I started an Etsy account. I started, like, an online dropshipping account. I started Luna. I started What Got Me Through. I was working with Mana. And I was trying and to... And Okay Mary, you should ship okay and drop, um, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so Merch. I was kind of going nuts. And then my therapist was like, girl, you need to, like, knock some of these things off. And it was really hard for me to do that because I just felt like I needed to do everything. Mm-hmm. And then throughout time, I would take off one thing. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put that on the back burner, take off another. And then the day or like the day before I met with Kiana, my mom was like, Sabrina, I really think you need to just focus on Luna right now. Yeah. And then put what got me through in the fall or mm-hmm. later because, you know, you have such a trendy brand that I might go out of style if you wait too long and I was like that's true and then when I saw Kiana she reminded me that it's not just Hawaii because in my head I was thinking summer year-round Hawaii summer year-round mm-hmm. Hawaii but she's like what about your people in California and the mainland yeah. I'm like did you see that book? no <laughs> um she's like you have to think about them they're not going to be wanting to buy these dresses in the winter so I was like you're right so the best thing I've learned in the past week or two is if you have a lot of things on your plate and your mental health is in terrible shape prioritize and maybe like push some things off if they can be pushed off so you can put a hundred percent of your energy into one thing because now i feel like so much more confident with luna i swear to god if i didn't decide to do what got me through in fall right now i would be all over the place but we were able to go get photos the other day yeah post photos in where were we we're in greece or where were we yeah we're we're in in santorini Santorini. Guys, we flew. Kahalu. <laughs> we flew to Santorini for yesterday. A so yeah, I'm very excited. July first. July first. Luna. Luna's Jimmy launching. Luna. Want to give them a little backstory? Like, um, what inspired you? This is okay. This is gonna go like way back, back, back. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so last year, <clears throat> I would say like. September, October, maybe? Like, a long time ago. I just had this vision of... Like, at that time, so I was going through a really hard time. I had left real estate. I had no idea what mm-hmm. I wanted to do. And I think my mindset was kind of, like, just dreaming really big. Because I was like, I literally have no idea what to do. I've tried mm-hmm. everything, and I just don't want to work for people anymore. 
And I had I remember I listened to a song that in my head, like my vision of this like fairy tale, this song which is like running through a field of flowers in Italy with like a gorgeous flowy dress and just feeling like a freaking goddess. And then one day I just thought to myself like, I should do that. Mm-hmm. Like why why don't I make that dress, make an ad make that brand and then it kind of just spiraled into something that I was like doing a little bit more and more research on and at that time coinciding with my what got me through idea because there were certain like words out here like I remember you said something to me and Makana said something to me I was like oh, I wish it they had that on a shirt yeah and then I got into like researching about printing on shirts and mm-hmm. selling them and stuff so I was like, hey, if this is possible, then why can't I design, like, a fashion line? Like, custom designs and dresses. Obviously, printing on already manufactured t-shirts. Mm-hmm. That's, like, way less work. Oh, yeah. So much easier. So much easier. But um, I think Luna... I don't know. I got the name from, actually, my friend Kiana. Another Kiana. Because we were talking about one of her business ideas, and I told her my idea... And at first, the name was, like, Aurora. It was... I was just thinking of, like, a beautiful name to kind of, like, depict, like, Mm -hmm. what I wanted it to feel like. When she said Luna, I died because that is, like, moon and... Yeah. Yeah. So, and I just love that whole concept. And I feel like it's very Mm European-inspired fashion. Yeah. Like, summer. Like, a European summer. Okay, I saw that one. Yes, you're on beach, bug. Anyways. um, But, yeah, so... It started there, and then I would talk about it with some people, and it kind of would come out, and I actually made two designs, and I had someone professionally create, like, a tech pack and design it for me, explain it to her, and I contacted one manufacturer, and something just, I was like, "Mm, I like these, but I don't love them. Mm -hmm. Like, I like the dresses, and it kind of had the same vibe, but then I was getting more into, like, "Hmm, what would it look like if I did sustainability, and... I don't know. So I just started getting really, really back into fashion Mm -hmm. because I used to be so into it, kind of stopped. And then recently I just started doing like some more research. Like I was looking at a lot of brands, looking at like what's trending Mm -hmm. styles and I was looking at stuff I love. The one thing I said like before all of this started is I said I wanted to turn my closet into a clothing brand because I feel like I have a lot of cute clothes and people come over and they're like, where do you get this stuff? Yeah. But I never wear them for some reason. I'm always like, it just doesn't fit right, but I always keep it just in yeah. case. I'm like, I want to create something that I literally want to wear every day that yeah. makes me feel so pretty and yeah. so good, but nothing like too much, you know, not like something I only wear for a big event. Right. So fast forward, I just start getting into like the the whole research process. And every day I'm doing research, I'm trying to find my style Mm -hmm. your niche my niche yeah so um with luna i got inspired by this one dress that i seen and it was so expensive um it was like 320 something dollars and i liked it but i was like i kind of want to like change it a little bit Mm -hmm. to make it look a little like younger and um because if you think about it in fashion a lot of it's repetitive you can't really be original anymore because it's just so saturated and there's everything's already been kind of created yeah so that's the hard part about it is because i was like well i want my designs to be original and if i would draw something or sketch something i'm like great that already exists yeah my mom would always say she's like well who's your competition who's gonna buy it for this much if you're selling it for this much and i'm like i think what i've 
heard from people is it's quality Mm -hmm. over quantity. Yeah. So I got inspired by this dress. It was 320 something dollars and I really wanted it. And I was like, this dress is just like, like it's me. Like it just is my style. And I think if anyone saw me, I feel like everyone I show these dresses to are like, Sabrina, this is so you. Because I'm really into like feminine types of clothing but like cute not like a dress for the guys kind of fashion I'm more of a dress for the girls kind of fashion so not like a sexy slip silky low back dress I'm more like really really tuned into like what's cute and fashionable and comfortable comfortable too like so you can eat as much as you want and feel so all the gluten yeah all the gluten and yeah so then I decided okay I'm gonna reach out to several manufacturers because something I learned was to not just trust the first one you go with and that's what took me so long Mm -hmm. honestly it's it's like nine months later and what took me majority of the months was the manufacturer oh yeah finding a right one yeah so even to this day like I got my bulk shipment from one manufacturer and I was like I probably won't work with them again but yeah. I'll work with the other one, you know, depending on, you know, how my experience has gone with each mm-hmm. of them. So it is a lot of work. <laughs> it's just crazy looking at other brands. You never realize how much work goes into it. Um, but now we're here. And I think what I had to do was hard for me to overcome is like I got my bulk in the mail. I finalized my designs. I got my samples. I adjusted everything. I adjusted sizes, edited all these things, looked at um, colors, fabric sheets, did so much and then I ordered the bulk and once it got here I was like oh shit like this is real oh yeah yeah this is real like I I can't back out now no and that's when it got real for me because I'm always kind of like oh I can always just stop I can always just stop and when the boxes arrived I'm like Sabrina game face you have to get your game you got to do this like you can't Mm -hmm. can't not yeah I don't think until that happened I realized what was actually happening that I was starting like a fashion line and I was about to really take a risk and run a small business the hard thing is too when you think about small businesses you don't see someone starting like a full-on fashion line like they're usually t-shirts sweaters your local community is gonna buy it but clothes like this that you actually design yourself and and it's like yeah it's like a a, style yes it's this yeah it's hard to trust just some random girl tiny small business to deliver quality product like that yeah you know so because i don't know any small business that creates clothes like this. All the small businesses I know put their like artwork on t-shirts yes. or do like really simple designs or mm-hmm. workout clothes. Nothing mm-hmm. like this. So I'm like, oh, I wonder if this will succeed as a small business. And I'm thinking myself, if I saw this dress, but I saw they only had 200 followers, like what I think they're a scam, what I think it's legit. So that's kind of my biggest insecurity is people coming across and be like, it's cute, but I don't know. Yeah. So my biggest thing is to just be really authentic in it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm here, and I had to just set the date. I told myself, give yourself a date, put it out there so that you're holding yourself accountable, and I'm not just going to keep putting it off because I'm a perfectionist. And something you said that really helped, what did you say? You were like, learn as you go, or fail Mm -hmm. forward, or something like that? Mm -hmm. I said launch fast and adjust. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah, it's true. And I'm glad I did that, or else I probably wouldn't have launched until next year. Yeah, and if you keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, somebody else is going to come out and do it. Like, in mm-hmm. our circle or in on, on Oahu, and then you're like, shit, I wish I did it. Yeah, exactly. Like, that could have been me a year ago, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, one of my friends actually just told me this last weekend that she's starting a brand very similar to Luna, like, resort wear, 
linen. And I was like, oh, that's great. You know, I'm all about, like, encouraging other people to do it. But then I'm also thinking, like, oh, man, okay, this is real. Like, I'm going to be faced with Competition. Yeah. Yeah. And I just have to get comfortable with it. Yeah. Um, So even just, like, comparison. I talked about it in my post today. It's just, like, looking at other brands, even small business brands, and I see them succeeding, and I'm like, ugh, like, how do I get there? How do they do it? They're so lucky. Like, I wish I could ask them for help, but then I'm like, I don't know how long they've been working on this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it took, what they went through, how many people F them over, how much money they lost going through it, because I lost so much money going through this, <laughs> just with, like, paying so much in samples yeah. and oh, yeah. not getting money yeah. back, and, you know. It'll all come back to you, don't worry. It'll all come back. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's really important. Something I want to do too is be transparent about how like I didn't just like, it wasn't just easy and I came up. So like if anyone's looking at my brand when it's successful, I'm like, wow, I want my small business to turn out like hers. I don't want them to think like they need to be rushed or on a timeline mm-hmm. yeah, or that it's just simple and that, cause you're going to have trials cause I'm literally learning from scratch. Like I yeah. didn't go to design school, didn't go to fit fashion school. I know nothing about anything besides like what I like and my style yeah. and like maybe some marketing. Mm-hmm. So you're definitely gonna fail a lot. And I feel like when you look at a successful business, you don't see that. So mm-hmm. you think when you fail, there's no point in, persevering mm-hmm. um so I do want to be like super open about that yeah in case someone looks at my brand one day and they're like how did she do that you know I think it is important though that you that you do tell them like oh I didn't just put my put my label on the first my first sample that I got you mm-hmm. know you went through mm-hmm. so many different manufacturers and and you waited until you loved the sample yeah. And then that's the one you rule, you rule, yeah. you rolled with. Yeah, <laughs> you ruled with. And it's crazy too, because even like with the samples, I still was like critiquing every tiny mm-hmm. little thing. And I think what helped was like asking friends, mm-hmm. because you know when it's you, you can kind of be like a perfectionist. But then my friends, when they would give their input, that's when it really made me feel a lot more confident about the design. Yeah, like we're looking at the dresses right now, and I have to say, like, I'm looking at this one. And I just feel so happy. Like, I love it. This is my favorite. Actually, I love all of them. But the white, for some reason, is just a vibe. Don't you think? Yeah. The white's I love, like... I love oh. the white. I love the brown. I love the blue. I love the blue. Actually, I think... So the blue was my first. The blue, Really? Yeah. So you the didn't blue, start with white? No. White was my last. Oh. Yeah. Are you going to... What other colors are you doing? Tell them. Tell the people. And this one, I think I'm just going to keep it blue, beige, and white. Okay. I might do a floral in this fashion, but we'll see. I think I really like these colors because they're, like, neutral. They're good every day. They're very, like, vacation vibes. Like, I'm going to take these three dresses with me to Italy. Even if I wasn't shooting for Luna, I would take these three and I would wear it out you know yeah because they just have this like boat vibe but also dinner vibe daytime mm-hmm. walking around vibe with some like cute loafers and stuff Ooh. so i just love these three colors next to each other yeah. too for some reason they're just like the perfect color linen yeah perfect color linen and sometimes launching with too many colorways yeah or too many options at first people will get a little overwhelmed and yeah. then not buy anything they'll be like yeah. oh I'll, i gotta think about these colors and yeah. they'll go back to it later yeah 
Whereas you just exactly. launch with three, they'd be like, oh, I love this certain color. Yeah. And they just buy it. Exactly. And it's funny because I said that today in my post too, is I'm gonna, what I decided, I feel like this is very, I've never seen other brands do this. So maybe I innovated something. I don't know. You know how brands come out with collections? Mm -hmm. I'm kind of calling them mini collections. Because a collection usually has like 10 pieces. Mm -hmm. My first collection is this. It's one style of a dress, but three different colors. And that's the first collection. Um, Then I'm going to have like another little mini collection. Do you have a name for this collection? Yes. What is it called? called Falling in Linen. Oh, it's so cute. Like falling in love, but falling in linen. Because I just feel like it encompasses exactly what it feels like. Like I feel like I'm falling into the linen into like a field of, of linen. clouds and yeah and, cl- and linen and linen linen and just beauty so it's like you're falling you're floating and it's linen and i'm falling in love like it just makes me think of like falling in love in italy in the summer i don't know how to explain it that's just yeah. how i picture oh yeah these clothes mm-hmm. it's how i describe it like you're falling in love in italy in the summertime when you wear this. And it's soft <laughs> linen. It's like comfortable yeah. linen. It's not like scratchy linen. Oh, yeah. 